0: You're listening to the Grace Covenant East Lincoln Audio Podcast. Today's going to be a little bit of a different day. Okay? Um, it's not going to be preachy. I don't have a lot of stories to tell. I'm not going to be my um, dorky self with my bad jokes. Oh. Okay, I'll give you one. No. <laughs> um, but how many of you know this? That sometimes you plan for something. And, and the Holy Spirit will say, well, I want to take something in a different direction. Yeah. How many of you know we need to be open to that? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. So I need you to take out your notes this morning. Take out your notes out of your and Hold them over your head. Crumple them up. And throw them at somebody you don't like. No, I'm just, don't, don't. Don't do that. It'll all be coming this way. Um we had planned, and, and prayerfully we'll get to this sermon at another point in, in the future, um, but I, I woke up this morning, in fact, um, Lisa can attest to this, uh, we we're at prayer retreat, um, elders, council, staff across the campuses over the last two days, and, and in between times of prayer, I was working on this sermon that I was going to present to you, but I woke up this morning, and I felt like the Holy Spirit, told me to say something else. And it it does combine with where we're going as a campus in regards to the expansion of of our facility. But I wanted you to hear my journey in this and what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. How how many of you um, have ever... And I'm just going to be transparent. um, This might be disappointing to some of you um, if I burst the bubble. And I I can tend to be... um, Huh? Uh, Yeah, yeah. First of all, (laughs) thanks, Lisa. She's getting back at me for talking over her announcements now. Um, I get—I have a time. Sometimes it looks like I'm always happy. Sometimes I've I've been accused of being a happy guy, and and most of the time I am. But I do deal with seasons of, um, of, of of struggle. I deal with seasons of feeling down um somebody back just go ahead and call that seasons of depression. Anybody else in here ever feel like you have seasons where you just struggle? Okay, we're going to have a counseling group right after. <laughs> um and and February 28th was one of those days of this year. February 28th was one of those days. And I was sitting in my office and let me tell you something. it's so weird because everything was going good. You ever had that like everything is good. Work is good, ministry is good, the family's good, but for some reason you're just in a funk? You're down. So that's where I was, and I was in my office. So I left my office, got away from my staff, came over here, sat down in this chair. And I was desperate for from, from the Lord to give me a personal word. Lord, I need to hear you. You ever been there? Lord, I got to hear you. I got to hear you. And so typically when I'm in a funk, I'll go to the book of Psalms. <laughs> Because in the Psalms, you know, there's such transparency there. I love how King David and the other psalmists, they didn't hide their emotions. They just shared it. They cried out to God. And I believe that the Holy Spirit captured those moments because the Holy Spirit knew you and I were going to go through seasons like that. And so I'm on my way to the book of Psalms looking for a personal word. But the Holy Spirit stopped me in the book of Isaiah. And it took me to a passage of scripture that I have not honestly spent a lot of time in. It was Isaiah chapter 54. And while I was looking for a personal word, this word became a word for our campus. And I was just waiting for the time, February 28th. I've been waiting since then. was, when, when, Lord, do you want me to share this? And this morning, he said, today. Let let me read to you what Isaiah 54, 2 through 4 says. It says... Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide and do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. Verse 4. Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. And I said, Lord, I was looking for something personal. <laughs> and the Lord says, the joy that you're going to find is going to be in what I do through you all. And there was something in me that just began to get out of my funk. Let me tell you something. When God speaks vision as to what he wants to do through his people, you, got, you can't have a pulse if that doesn't get you excited. When you see God moving in power and in might in the church and those that you surround yourself with every single day, if you can't get excited about how God is going to move in power, let me tell you something. I don't know what you can get excited about. And so on February 28, and this is long before we had identified our property. This is so long ago. We knew God was calling us to expand our tent. So there's there's this. there's There's the admonition that says, go and do what I'm putting before you. There's an admonition that says, I'm going to expand my tent. There was a prophetic word saying, get ready for the expansion that's coming. But it came with a directive too. Did you catch what the directive was? It says to strengthen your stakes. Those things that you, you pound down into the ground so that the tent can hold together. Man, let me tell you something. Expansion is fun, isn't it? Growth is great we love to see those seasons of expansion are so fun But let me tell you something you can expand as much as you want But if you don't strengthen those stakes the first wind that comes it's going to contract How many of you ever put together a tent that you thought was going to hold when you go camping And then all of a sudden you get inside of it and it collapses on top of you Anybody else never been a boy scout or girl scout that's a bummer, right? You're excited as you build it, but man, are you disappointed when it falls in and of itself? So I said, Lord, what are those tent stakes? Man, I because it was just so clear that he was speaking this to me. I ran back to the office. God, God, shut the door. Lord, what are those tent stakes? And he gave me the four tent stakes of what he was doing within us. The first thing that he was doing, the first tent stake was this, was that he was bringing together a change in staff and a strengthening of the staff. And we've seen that. Our staff was fantastic even in February, but the Lord began to change up our staff a little bit. And and in in the changing of our staff, what I've watched and what I've witnessed is a release of dynamic gifts within them. I mean, Pastor Mallory has come on board and done such a great job with our kids in the short amount of time that she's here. Nick has done such a great job with our youth. Lisa does all right. Um, But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can say that now because she can't hit me in front of you guys. <laughs> I run fast, too. Fantastic what she does. You all know the truth. And, and and what I've watched God do even within her is a releasing of gifts that, man, has just been amazing. And and, and 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 now we're in this process of praying for a worship pastor who's going to come in. And I just believe that what God has done is he's begun to strengthen that tent peg. the other tent peg that he revealed to me, was this. It was the 10-peg of discipleship. That we have to strengthen our discipleship. I want you to hear this personally, every single one of you. Please hear my heart, okay? Can you hear me? I love you. <laughs> and I think you're awesome. But I don't want you to ever get stuck in being satisfied with where you're at. I want you to rejoice over where you've come, but I don't want you to be satisfied in where you are because you know where he's taking you. And in order to walk into where he's taking you, in order for that that tent peg to become strengthened, we got to be willing for the Lord to strengthen our roots. I can tell you something. I don't care if you were born in church, like literally in the middle of service. And that's how long you've been in church, okay? We all can still grow in discipleship. We can all still grow in the revelatory nature of who Jesus Christ is and who the power of the Holy Spirit is in His revelation to us. We can grow in His Word. We can grow in community. We can grow in in prayer and we can grow in worship. The church that God is going to be using in power and in might in these last days is the church that says, Lord, let my roots go down deep. And when we each personally do that, man, and we're all joined together, it's called power. It's called strength. It's called potential. So God is calling us over this time between now and when we build this building, y'all, God is calling us to get deeper, to grow deeper. The third tent peg that he laid on my heart as I was asking what that was, the third one was outreach. outreach? I believe that we've done a fantastic job in the last five years reaching our community but it ain't enough I believe God is calling us to impact our community even more I love what we do with Love Denver I love what we've done in partnering with East Lincoln High School and the Pregnancy Care Center and DSS and so many other organizations but let me tell you something God has called us to do more you know why? because he loves more and where God loves more we have the opportunity to do more Here's what I've said to you before, and I'm going to say it again. My prayer would be this, that if Grace Covenant East Lincoln Campus were to disappear tomorrow, I don't want it to just be noticed by those who attend here. I want it to be noticed by a community who's out there, and they would know we're gone because of the impact that we make out there. We're going to be putting forth new ways of reaching our community over this course of this year and in the coming years. We want to do more. God has called us to the orphans and the widows. God has called us to the less fortunate. And then the the other tent peg that I had, the fourth one was this, was evangelism. Personal evangelism. God has called us to be a people who speak his name to the nations. Now, I love you. I already made that clear, right? In fact, I'm going to show you how much I love you. I'm only going to give you this sermon, not the other sermon, just just today, right? You don't have to listen to two sermons. That's real love right there. But let me ask you a question. When's the last time you invited somebody to church? More importantly, okay, more importantly. When's the last time you told somebody you didn't know about Jesus Christ? We have been created for this. To worship Him. Look at the person next to you. We've been created to worship Him. Tell them, tell them that. Because they don't believe me. We've been called to worship Him. But we've called. We've been called to proclaim His name in the nations. Matthew chapter 28 tells this, that Jesus told the disciples that all authority in heaven and earth has been granted to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey my commandments, and I will be with you until the end of the earth. There is an authority that Jesus has in our life and that authority came with a directive and that directive was to go make disciples, to proclaim his name and then he gives us peace in his authority and that peace is, I'm with you while you do it. We've been called to strengthen our tent pegs and I thought the word was over. I thought the word was over then. <laughs> the Lord told me you forgot about the cord. Well, it's the cord, Lord. Because you know you you can have tent pegs all day long But if you're not not anchored to those tent pegs by a cord That that tent's still in trouble And that that cord that we're supposed to lengthen Is the, the allowance, the desire, the openness For the Holy Spirit to move in power in our church That we would be anchored to these stakes As the Holy Spirit has His way amongst us I love what verse 4 said. And if we, Because if we do these things, listen to what verse 4 promises us. If we step out in faith and in boldness, here's what verse 4 tells us, that we don't have to be afraid. We're not going to be put to shame. That we don't have to fear disgrace. We're not going to be humiliated. God is going to move in power. We've already watched it begin. I mean, I'm, let me tell you, Seth, <laughs> can I be honest with you, and show how silly I am sometimes? When I was talking to Pastor Farrell, I said, Lord, Pastor Farrell, what, what do you think the Lord is, is, is laying on us to raise for this expansion of the tent? And then he said $140,000. And I said, well, Pastor Farrell, um, how much do you think Grace Covenant East Lincoln is being called to raise of that $140,000? Don't you tell me all of it. <laughs> and he said, well, I think he's calling you guys to raise $70,000. I said, Pastor Farrell, you better hear from the Lord. <laughs> but I didn't need Pastor Farrell to say that because it was already percolating in my heart because I knew what the Holy Spirit was saying. And but can I tell you how many how many times have you ever been like you know what the Holy Spirit says to you, but you're just a little bit afraid to utter it out to other people? So I uttered it out to other people. And, and, and in this, I've been, I was given a word time and time again, which is really the foundation of why I'm sharing with you today. Because I've been told time and time again by so many people, Jeremy, be bold in this, because the Lord is going before you. Jeremy, be bold in this. Cast the vision, because it ain't about you, it's about us. And so, check this out. We made that 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 commitment. We said, Lord, we're we're going to we're going to raise the seventy thousand. That's what you called us to. That's a lot for one weekend. Next weekend is the weekend that we're doing it. You know, we've already got a gift of $25,000. We're already over one-third of the way there. Well, shut up. You did not get excited enough about that. That's. <laughs> 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 Sorry I said shut up in church. I know I'll hear about it later. Um, come on. Come on. I, had, I talked to an individual after service. And he, he said you know that he was at a place where a large, large gifts were being given, and he felt so insecure and uncomfortable because he said, because I just don't live in that kind of a world where I can afford that kind of money. There's a story in the Bible that talks about that. It's in Mark. Jesus goes to the temple, right, and, 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 and he's not right in the thick of it. He kind of moves off to the side, and he sits down, and the, and the word tells us that he's watching these people come in and lay down huge financial gifts. And then he saw this, this lady, this widow, she came in and all she had on, just a couple pennies. And she put it down and, and Jesus said, she's given more than anybody else today. Why? Because Jesus is looking at a heart that, that, that does this, that worships him, that would be willing to risk anything for him. I guess what, you know what Jesus is looking for? A heart that really trusts him, right? Isn't that what faith is about to begin with? We trust him in that he is who he says he is. We trust him that he rose from the grave. We trust that we have eternal life. And we trust that he will give us life and provision today. So why my family and I are doing this, and we talked about what are we going to give and what does that look like, can I tell you, it's not because we can have land. My family is not giving so we can have land. It's not giving so we can have a new church building. It's not even giving so that we can see more of these kids that we saw earlier grow in their faith. It, although all of that stuff I want. I want all of that. You know why I have given? Because God told me to. It's obedience. It's a simple act of obedience. That's first and foremost. The rest is icing on the cake. And so here's what I would ask of you. Here's what I would ask of you. Pray. Pray, I believe that God has given us a word to move forward on I believe it Those of you that have been with me for some time uh, You know I don't do this often <laughs> You know I don't But I feel so strong about where God has taken this campus I feel so strongly about where God has taken this church I believe we're going to sit back in a year, two years, three years from now And we're going to shake our head and Believe? Can you believe how good God is? we're going to tell stories. I like stories. We're going to tell stories. Let me tell you about this family that was broken and has been healed by Jesus Christ. Let me tell you about this kid who had nothing, yet we did something. Let me tell you about this nation that hasn't heard about God we've sent. Let me tell you stories about making disciples around the world. Come on. That's exciting stuff. That's not playing church. That's being church. So I'd pray that you would seriously just go home, go home, pray with your your wife. If you're not married, pray with pray pray to the Lord. Maybe with some friends, pray with your husband. Pray. And what the Lord is telling you to do. And whatever it is He's telling you to do, do that. Whatever that you do that. If you do that, you're good. You're good. Close your eyes this morning. Lord, I thank you for friends. Lord, I thank you for stories that we've already received over the course of these last five years. Lord, I thank you for stories from these friends that are yet to come. God, what we desire more than anything is to please you. It's to worship you. It's to trust you in whatever it is that you tell us to do. Lord, what we know beyond a shadow of a doubt is this, that when you are before us and you are leading us and you are directing us, there is no fear. Lord, the only thing that we have to fight is not the circumstance nor the challenge. The only thing we have to fight is our flesh that may try to tell us The impossible is impossible. There's nothing impossible with you. So we choose to hear from you, not from ourselves. Certainly not from an enemy that would try to discourage us from accomplishing what you've called us to accomplish. Lord, we ask for provision from you. For you are our provider, not man, you are. God, what we ask is... That our hearts would be joined with yours in this one sole purpose that so many more people would know you. That so many more people would be changed by you in order that you would use us to do that. And God, we're not waiting for land, nor are we waiting for a building to start that today. God, we want to be used by you today, right here. Right now, and I praise we go out of here today, Father. We would be people who begin the process of strengthening our stakes, strengthening our discipleship in ourselves, Lord God, strengthening our opportunities to get into the community, and Lord, strengthening those opportunities to preach your name. Lord, you've called all of us to do that. And Father, we ask that you would do that in a mighty way in each of our lives. Lord, we pray that you would speak to us. In an ongoing way, and Lord, give us faith and courage to respond to what you tell us to do. And all God's people said, Before you leave today, we're gonna to have our prayer teams come up. And and here's what I would ask you to do. If you if you've got a personal thing going on in your life, health, relationship, whatever it might be, man, you know the word is so clear. Pray together. Pray together. We're two or more gathered. I'm there. Pray together. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you, he says. So come pray. But also, maybe some of you today, I would ask, I would ask some of you to come forward and to contend for the vision that God has given us. Be praying together in agreement for where God is taking us. Let's solidify this together. For more information on Grace Covenant Church, our service times, ministry opportunities, directions, and more. Visit us at gracecovenant.org.